Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for being here. Welcome to the Wealth Tank Podcast, Passive Investing for Veterans. Our mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate you to reach your goals of wealth and freedom. I'm Tom Groves, and with me is my co-host, Noah Waldman. Thanks, Tom. Today's guest, really excited to introduce. He's an Air Force combat veteran, husband, father, nonprofit founder, a multifamily real estate investor, and he's a living example of success post-military. He's crushing it in this business of multifamily real estate, and he's also giving back to veterans and public servants through his nonprofit. We're honored to call him a friend and a brother. Welcome, Mr. Colby Bowers. Yeah, no, thanks, Noel, Tom, j -Core team. Uh, it's an honor to be on here. Thanks for having me. So looking forward to uh, partaking today. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and we're really excited to uh, dig into your story and uh, you know, really show our listener, uh, help them learn a little bit about what's possible. And I, I think it's pretty exciting. So to start us off, Colby, get, you know, start us off with a, maybe three, five minutes. Just tell us your story. What what made you you? How did you get started uh, as far as like your military career? Uh, the experiences you had there and how that brought you to where you are now. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, just like everyone else, uh, when I was in high school, um, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And I knew if I went to college right afterwards, I was either going to not complete it or just waste my parents' money at the time. Uh, so family history of joining the military. And I'm like, hey, this just makes sense. I'll go in, do my four years, figure out what I want to do in life. Uh, get out and then use my GI benefits to, you know, get that education um, and loved it so much that I finally got out 23 years later uh, with a retirement and uh, had a wild ride, um, loved it, had a lot of unique experiences. Yes, I was the chair for, I mean, Air Force and did a lot of the, you know, the normal routine Air Force stuff, but being a medic, um, and especially with um, uh, what I was doing at independent duty med tech, it allowed me some, uh, opened some doors and opportunities that I never would have had any other way. I said a bunch of deployments, eight or nine deployments. One of those was actually with Army and the Marines um, and with specialized Air Force unit. I was never AFSOC, you know, special operations, but I did jump out of airplanes and got paid to do it for five years. Um, not the most fun time or the smartest decision I ever made in my military career. Um, cause I think it's just bird shit and dumb people should be falling out of airplanes. Um, and you know, so it, I got a lot of unique experiences, you know, that hands on, um, you know, some good, some bad, uh, you know, and during all this, this time, you know, I always had an entrepreneurial, uh, mindset. I think a lot of it goes back to my parents. My dad owned his own business and they were always, you know, instilling in me growing up, you know, is safe, you know, live within your means. Uh, and I carried over. Um, and so when I was doing all these deployments after 9-11, instead of going out and buying the new brand new cars and stuff like every other person in the unit was doing with their combat pay and tax free, um, I still dr drove the same truck and I started buying single family homes. And awesome. that's what caught the bug. And uh, you know, fast forward it, um, you know, during my deployments, I was also injured a number of times um, around explosions and stuff and ended up with a traumatic brain injury and some PTSD and 
you know, uh, so, you know, obviously dealing with those struggles and challenges. And, you know, so I, I retired, um, got the help I, I, I needed to become um, back to a member of society. Um, made a long story short, I walked with a cane. I couldn't bond with my son for a few years. You know, it was very, very, very difficult. Um, but in that time, I also was exposed to a number of veteran nonprofits. And so that's kind of where my passion and I know going into my why of what I'm doing today, um, you know, that basically helped me get where I am um, through medical care, family support, whatever the case may be. Um, that's kind of what guides me today. You know, it's yes, everyone, um, I invest for the money. All right. If anyone says they don't invest or do what I do because it, for something else, they're lying. All right. But that's not yep. my all be all. You know, it is, you know, that's obviously a part of it. I need to take care of my family, my investors. But, you know, it's also what can I do with that money? How can I give back? How can I still be part of something bigger than myself, like the military? And so that's that's what guides me. And that's why I think my team and I, we've been so successful, because when we go into a deal um, and we bring partners, I don't ask, well, what's my cut? Right. How do we get the mission done? How do we get the deal closed? And then, mm -hmm. you know what, I'll do pull my weight. You pay me what's fair. Let's just keep this fair. We'll figure it out as we get closer to closure. Um, and so I think that mindset and stuff and drive uh, is what from and from the military uh, has carried over. And I just do what I do every day. Yeah, that's great stuff. That's awesome. Awesome. Very nice. So, yeah. It, it, and I appreciate it. That's really cool to see how, uh, you know, how you started getting into that while you were on active duty, uh, started learning the ropes a little bit and, uh, you know, and kind of broke yourself free from that, that status quo, you know, where as we, we've been there, done that, you know, uh, I think all three of us have been enlisted at one point. I was prior enlisted Air yep. Force as well. And, uh, you know, everybody's going out and buying the, the nice cars on high interest rate and, uh, you know, getting into massive debt, making bad decisions. That. Yeah. Depreciating uh, well, liabilities, uh, you know, yeah. and it's uh, it, that that financial education is really not common in the military. And that's what one thing that we really uh, hope to 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 bring to so the veteran that's listening, you know, if that's, yeah. if they're not in that position. So, yeah, you know, it's great. It's a great opportunity. I mean, so many opportunities out there for folks and, uh, you know, Colby, I think it's, it's really cool because some people think, you know, okay. Um, the investing it's for someone who's wealthy, who's has millions of dollars, but that's not necessarily the case. You did 23 years, right? Uh, absolutely. That right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just a great opportunity. That you, what the different things that you did, you didn't just go into the routine and uh, just, you know, through that process and everything that you've done, um, I've really, you know, our, our kind of next question, everything kind of flows into this, you know, what gets you motivated in the morning, you know, because it's very easy to become stale in life, especially after retiring and being done with the military. So many people have this idea that you got to get out and you get another government job and maybe you'll retire when you're 60, 65 years old and collect two retirements and sail off into the sunset. But in the meantime, obviously that's not what you're doing, but what gets you motivated in the morning? And uh, 
Yeah, let's start there. What gets you motivated in the morning and, and wh why do you keep on moving? So my motivation is time. Time that I get to spend with my family. And that is literally the sole reason I do what I do. Um, it's, it's, yes, the money, but it's, it's the money to buy me my time. Um, you know, I get up in the morning when I want, when I need to, not necessarily when I want, when I need to. So sometimes it's 530 in the morning because I'm dealing with deals on the East Coast. Um, sometimes like last week I slept until like 9 a.m. Um, you know, uh, I get to have coffee with my wife in the morning, um, eat breakfast with the family. Uh, I get to work from home. So that's, that's what motivates me. Um, the other thing too is, is what I really love about this industry is no two deals are the same. So it is a fresh challenge uh, and a new problem each time. So, you know, I, I haven't felt in the five years I've really been doing this full time, I haven't felt stale because um, mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's, it's different markets, different people, different problems, different, whatever the case may be, uh, keeps it very unique and I'm constantly learning. So um, that's what I like about it. There's never a dull moment. That's awesome. So, you know, you enjoy that time uh, with your family and that's your motivating thing. Uh, that's awesome. So um, kind of going to the next thing, what are you passionate about right now? What projects specifically, you know, that are you, that you're really excited about right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I got two of them really. I'll kind of talk one um, business side, but then on the personal side, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, due to my injuries and stuff and dealing with nonprofits, uh, my wife and I, we started a, uh, a nonprofit of our own. Um, mm -hmm. uh, called the Paper Train Foundation. And really the premise of that is we're helping to fund research on um, earlier diagnosing of uh, traumatic brain injury. Um, there's a whole bunch of science behind it, but basically an average active duty member goes six years without a proper diagnosis. Um, and so wow. there's a lot of lost time. Uh, so we can get those, those uh, and it's not just active duty, but it also has civilian um, implications as well right because everyone has concussions skiing accidents vehicle accidents whatever mm -hmm. um, earlier diagnosis you can actually have better outcome you know when i was walking with a cane and you know i, I couldn't hold my son because i was afraid of falling um you know that didn't need to happen you know if there was an earlier diagnosis and earlier treatment and stuff so um so that's what we're really passionate about and what was really cool is i want to say it's during the middle of pandemic 20 and 2020 I think it was 2020. We um, took myself and four other wounded warriors um, and um, a couple first responders and an active duty Navy guy. And we uh, summited Mount Kilimanjaro out in Tanzania, just awesome. as a, hey, you know what? We all, all of us as we're patients, we're all in the same cohort um, together in Denver. And Basically, it was just we wanted to show other people and veterans specifically that, you know, if you have these these issues and struggles, you don't have to be locked on the couch. There mm -hmm. is stuff out there. And guess what? If we can do it and it was tri certainly had Marines, Army, Air Force, you know, we had all the services represented out there. We came together as brothers and sisters and support each other and made it. So um, that's the biggest thing I'm really passionate about. Uh, you know, on the personal side, um, you know, the other thing on, on the business side, what I'm passionate about and, and really my goal I'm working towards is uh, my long-term goal is to put between five and 10% of my, my properties, my portfolio into what's called HUD-VASH. HUD 
Um, and for folks out there that aren't familiar with that, it's basically, it's, it's Section 8, but for military veterans. And it's military veterans that are on the verge of becoming homeless or homeless, but they have to be enrolled into the VA system, getting occupational health, substance abuse, whatever the case may be, why are they homeless? They're in the system. The only thing they need is housing. We want to be able to provide that housing for them. Um, and even if it's a, at a loss of capital or you know, profits to us, we, my team and I believe that much in it that that's, we want to do that. Um, and, we, and we tell our investors, yeah, that's what, here's what we're going to do. Yes, we're not maximizing returns on this, but this is what you're a part of. Um, yeah. And they love it. So That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's phenomenal. Love it. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, really definitely aligns with, with our team's mission as well as, you know, we really have a heart for the homeless struggling veterans out there as well. So that's, that's some really great information and we'll have to talk more about that offline, but that's, uh, that's phenomenal. Very cool. So, you know, it really, you know, Colby, what out of all the things out there, different ways to make money uh, and all of that, you know, as you were approaching retirement what what drove you i guess you know really what caused you to pursue the passive income investing strategy yeah you know i didn't start out that way so when i when i when i retired i took some time off and i you know yeah i was into real estate and i knew i wanted to get more into real estate especially the commercial side but um you know really was was didn't know how and and i'm sure we'll breaking it out a little bit more later, but, um, I, I got a, I got a corporate job. Um, I worked for a fortune 500 company. Um, basically took my medical, you know, I had a W2, right. Um, and I made it about 10 months in that job. And what I realized very quickly is that uh, civilian mindset is way different than the military. Um, sure. you know, I had 14 employees, um, as a, as a director of a facility, uh, medical facility, uh, small one, and it was 10 times harder than when I was overseeing 120 troops as a squadron superintendent. I was just like, uh, it, it was just mind-boggling uh, the difference, uh, and from 20-year-olds to 50-year-olds, it was like high school, so it was very unique and challenging, um, and, you know, so, uh, I, I just got, I got burned out really quick. I'm like, this, this is BS. Um, I don't, I don't want to do this. This sucks. Um, didn't really get along too well with my supervisors. None of them were veterans. Um, they didn't really understand my sense of humor um, or my work <laughs> yeah. ethic of, you know, they wanted me to be the nicer, gentler, um, you know, hugs, not shrugs or something, whatever. And so, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was just like, yeah, this is, uh, it sucked. It, it, I was just like, this is crap. I don't want to do this anymore. I had a talk with the wife and said, F it. Let's just make this jump. Let's jump Time in to move my on. family. And, and there were some things yeah. I learned up prior to that, but made the jump and, and didn't look back. That's great. Yeah. And that's, uh, I can attest to that. That's a huge jump. You know, I, as you're uh, being one year since retirement now for me, I, it was, uh, you know, it, it's very, very uh, intimidating, you know, because you've known the military essentially your whole adult life. And now what do you do? Like, 
of course, most people choose like the easy route and go the the corporate, you know, because that to, to a lot of folks that looks like success, like when they attach their name to a successful company, right? But for a lot of folks like us, we we realize that we don't fit that mold. We don't do well in a, a cubicle farm. That's not us, you know. We want to do something more with our lives than make somebody else rich, right? So. If someone else, you know, for our listener out there who is thinking that same route, what would be your advice if they're soon approaching transition or, you know, already have transition? What advice would you have for them? Yeah, very good question. Um, You know, is a couple things, really three things that I advise everyone I I come across, any veteran that's, that's either transitioning, retiring, whatever the case may be, is talk to folks that have already done it lessons learned. Um, and that's what it really helped me. So one of the things too, and I always tell everybody, if you could, if you have the ability and you can, when you retire or separate, try to take some time, take some time off 30 days, two weeks, whatever it is, you've earned it, right? Just take that time that, you know, I see a lot of folks that are, they're like one day they're wearing a uniform or they're on terminal leave. And then the next day they're, you know, cause I want to double dip. That's great. But you know, realize mental health um, and what you're getting into on the civilian side will sap your energy, you know, so mm-hmm. take that time if you can. The other important one that I tell them is, listen, have a plan. You need a financial plan, right? This isn't like the military. You're not on a contract. If you're in the civilian world, guess what? You can be laid off at any time for any reason. Um, so you need to have that financial support and that plan to be able to, to, you know, support you and the family, why are you either finding another job or what ha- what case? You know, we hope it never happens, but it's the civilian world. They play by a different game. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. That's great advice. Absolutely. So, Tom, I'll let you take the next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we talked about, um, you, you, we, we've covered so much and you're giving such great information, but you're excited about different projects that you're doing and getting the word out and sharing with people. Uh, just one thing, if you could have a billboard, if you had a voice that reached millions and billions of people um, with any message that you could put on it, what is something that you would share with folks? What's, a, what's something that you truly believe in your heart that's really helpful and beneficial to others? Oh, invest with me and my team. We're the best. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, that's funny. Our billboard said the same thing. Right? I mean, yeah. Promotion, right? No. That's uh, right. Uh, there's a quote that I found a few years ago that was kind of a, has a huge impact on me. And I think it, it rings 100% true. Uh, Henry Ford. Um, the quote is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are correct. And yeah. life is a mindset right? We know that mindset in the military was there. So I think that was an easy transition, but it goes back to, is if you want to do anything, if you, especially if you want to become an entrepreneur, if you ever go into anything and be like, yeah, I don't think I can do that. Well, guess what? You're going to fail. You're right. So you got to say yes, figure it out and keep that positive mindset. Are you going to fail? 100%. But Mm -hmm. my other thing is fail early and fail often. Because you're going to learn more from your failures than you are from your successes. Yep. No, it, you know, 
you just mentioned a really cool thing. You're talking about learning through failure. Is there a quote unquote failure or lesson learned as we like to call it? Is there a, a lesson learned where you said, hey, this is something where I've learned a huge lesson that I would love to share with people. You know, oftentimes you'll see people say, hey, I failed and how do I know? Ask me how I know. So I'm asking you, what could you share with someone that uh, something that would be really beneficial, some, you know, crazy experience that you had? Man, you know, uh, the, the list goes on. I mean, I, I was uh, fleeced of $20,000, um, uh, lost deals, lost money. Uh, I will say the, out of all that, I think the one failure I had that it was a, a big surprise, but it was also, it was a mindset mindset shift is um, I had never raised money for a deal. And this was early in when I started this and somebody could, Hey, Colby, we got this deal. We want to bring you in. We love working. You know, we, uh, we love talking with you, your energy and everything. Uh, we want to bring you in and um, help raise some capital. And I'm like, I've never done this before. So I jumped in with both feet and said, Hey, I'm going to do this. And I raised it like over three months, I raised zero dollars. And previous to this, I had been going to conferences and networking and stuff. And I had soft commits, right? I talked to people, hey, here's the criteria. If I find this deal and it meets these parameters, you know, would this be something you would be interested in? And if so, how much? And so mm -hmm. I had a couple million dollars of people in my Rolodex that, and this deal fit a lot of those checklists. And what I realized is people, there's a lot of talk out there. And so, yeah, I'll invest in those deals all day long. Uh, no, they won't. So you, you got to put in the work. You had to have the experience. And it was humbling because I had to go back hat in hand and be like, uh, guys, man, I keep it my best. I've been on the phone, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't do this. And what was really cool about it is they're like, that's, that's all right. You tried. We appreciate it. And guess what? We've, I've done deals with them in the future, right? Or beyond that, because I was, I was up and I was upfront and honest too. I said, Hey, I've never yeah. done this. I'm going to try for this amount. And I was only going to try to raise like $250,000, which yes, that's a lot of money, especially starting out. But as you guys know, that's not a lot of money. Um, and then it hit zero. That was, that was, that was the kick in the gut where I'm like, Oh shit. Am I really cut out for this? Um, yeah, no, it's true. And that's yeah. awesome, man. And I think it's, um, you know, it's awesome being vulnerable and saying, hey, you know, I think it's so important what you said is being honest and upfront saying, hey, I'm going to try to do this. I have not been successful doing it and sharing that with people. It shows growth and it shows, you know, what, you know, who you are. Yeah, and absolutely. Because a lot of people can think that, hey, there's these huge successes. People are hugely successful they've raised, raised millions of dollars, but uh, how many no's and how many frustrations did they pass through in the meantime, yeah. but continuing to get up and move and move and move and push forward. So yeah. awesome. And that's, that's a huge part about the, uh, you know, the, the mindset of supposed failure, right. Is, uh, you know, people think, Oh, I failed. I'm not cut out for this. Like, like you said, yeah. you probably had a few of those self doubt thoughts, yeah. but you didn't let it take over. You know, you didn't, say, ah, oh, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel and uh, go back to work for a corporate job because I'm not cut out for this, right? You're like, I'm going to figure this out. And you dug in 
and just drilled deeper and figured out how to get past it, how to get better. And that's, that's what it's all about. And you, awesome. it goes back to the mindset, you know, it's, I looked, I took it on as a challenge. Okay. That's not a failure. Um, obviously I did it first. I licked my wounds, probably had a couple beers, whatever the case may be. But then it's like, okay, what can I do different now? My goal is yeah. I just need one invest. Yeah. That's a success. Next time I do this, oh, one yes. Geez. I just need one yes and one check. And then we'll go from there. So, um, but yeah, you just you change that mindset. Yeah, it's totally it. That's that's the key to success. And, and like Tom was just saying, it's people see the the face value. What people see is, oh, it's an overnight success. This person is just killing it. Oh, they're so talented. And but they're not seeing all the the late nights, the failures, the grind. The, the grind yeah, everything that goes with that. The the uh, you know it, everything that that person had to push through to achieve what looks like an overnight success. So that's, that's great. All right. So, you know, a couple more questions here before we go. Uh, you know, what, what's one of the best, or I say the most worthwhile investment that you've ever made could be monetary uh, time, energy. What would you say? Uh, um, investing in myself, hands down. Uh, when I started this, I tried to self-learn self-taught. Like at, when I started out in residential, side um self-taught hard knocks um when i wanted to break into the the commercial side the multifamily side right there's ex extra commas with those dollar amounts yeah. and and a lot of extra go. zeros a lot of extra yeah. zeros uh you know so a lot of extra stress you know starting out um you know for probably a good year to 18 months like i just crammed a bunch of uh uh podcast interviews, uh, books, whatever I could find. And I couldn't find all the answers. Um, so what I finally did, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just pulling, I, 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 I went to a conference, paid a couple hundred dollars for a conference, um, had to fly to another state. That was a huge commitment. Um, mm. And then what I did is what I don't necessarily advise, but uh, it worked. Um, I jumped in and I, I maxed out my credit card and bought a coaching program. Actually, let me clarify. I didn't have enough credit on my credit card to buy. I had to pay installments to get this coaching program. It was something like $20,000. So not cheap, right? And this, yeah. um, But it's, <clears throat> I invested in myself and it was the best choice. So I went within 12 months of buying that coaching and investing in myself and <clears throat> having a mentor slash coach. I went from zero multifamily to a little over 12 months later, I had 500 doors. Yeah, that's great. As a limited partner, general partner, um, you know, I tried to raise that money in that time frame. You know, I put myself out there. Um, so I, I would not be where I am today if I had not invested in myself. And I still to this day continue. I still go to conferences, um, networking events, whatever I can do to um, – get the latest and stay on top of what's going on and, and constantly. Yeah. That's it. Continual improvement. That's, that's what it's all about uh, awesome. in, in life and in business. So good stuff. All right. Last question I got for you, Colby in the last say five years, what new belief behavior or habit have you adopted that has most improved your life? Who, not how. Um, there's a book, I forget the author, Great book. 
but um, you know, I realized early, you know, this couple of things because when you get into doing like what we're doing, right? We're doing the syndication, we're behind the scenes, sourcing the deals. Um, you know, you're a jack of all trades and really a master of none. And, and it's also, it's a team effort. You can't do this all by yourself um, or you will get burned out and you will fail. Um, and, and you'll be working a W-2 very quickly. Um, so after trying to do that is, is now if I go, I, and, and if I find myself procrastinating on doing something, whether it's writing um, an email or it's writing um, a mailer to go out to um, uh, cold calling investors or property owners, uh, writing an ebook, uh, things of that nature. If I'm procrastinating, like I get the nuts and the bolts, I'm like, I realize that that is not me being lazy. It's just me not knowing what I need to be doing. And so when I hit that point, I hired out. Uh, Upwork, Fiverr, a VA, mm -hmm. you know, I find somebody that can do this for me. And um, I, I wrote a, a guide, it took me eight months and I was doing this whole procrastination. Well, it, you know, yeah. three weeks later, I, ha I hired a copywriter, spent a couple hundred dollars, not a lot less than I thought. Um, and less than a month later, they, they had, they produced, take all what I had written and made it into something that makes me look smart. Um, cool. And it's, it's, I'm like, why didn't I do this seven months ago? Now I look at yeah. it, dumbass, you're seven months behind. Now I'm playing catch. I feel like I'm playing catch up, but you know, yeah. outsource, get somebody else to do it for you, or you're going to become stagnant and you're going to start spinning your wheels. Love it. Yeah. Find awesome. and hire the professionals or the experts in those particular fields. That's a really great, great advice. Yeah. Not pretending or acting like we're the smartest ones in the room. But uh, that is a great book, Colby, uh, Who Not How. And it's a great lesson for us uh, yes. listening. And for you who are listening, you know, take advantage, of, take these nuggets of wisdom that, uh, that Colby shared and everything else. Um, there's a lot of great wisdom today. Um, it's been a great conversation. But Colby, you know, as, as we wrap this up, you know, how can, if, if you have a listener out there and uh, they're loving, they really want to, they love what you hear. Uh, what you said, and they want to contact you. What's uh, how can they contact you and uh, get involved with you and what you're doing for a mission? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the easiest way is we um, um, is go check us out. You know, do do some due diligence on us. Um, reach on that. So our website www.sentinelequitygroup.com. Um, kind of check us out. We're in the process of updating it for the new year. Um, there's a place in there you can reach out to us. Uh, another place too is um, you know social media. Uh, so we're on. I'm on social. Uh, social. I'm on Instagram. Um, Colby underscore Bowers AF. Uh, it's not for Air Force. It just lucked out. That's what IG gave, Instagram gave me. Uh, but find me there and follow. Given uh, nuggets of information, uh, we're getting ready to release a ten-step guide to passive income. Uh, that'll awesome. be available on our website and through the social media. So. You know, keep on a lookout for that. And it's a free download and it's something like 40 pages. It's, it's a bit of a read. Like we don't, we don't, it's, you'll see it. I, I need to send it over to you guys to take a look. Uh, I think jQuery, you guys would love it, but it's, it's, it's actually information. It's not a sales pitch. It's just, here's what you need to do. And if you want to invest passively in real estate, this will get you started and, and to go from there. That's awesome. Yeah, great. Well, thank, thanks for thanks for sharing that. I know uh, 
we're going to be we're going to share these links and everything in the show notes. So if you have any questions, please hit those links if you want to reach out to Colby. And uh, again, thank you so much for taking your time to w- listen to the Wealth Tank podcast. To learn more about investing in multifamily as well, um, if you want to learn more about JCOR, download our free passive investing guide at our website, jcorinvestments.com. And be sure to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to get your feedback. And if you're ready to take the leap with us, join our JCOR Investor Club. It's absolutely free. And we will personally connect with you and determine if you're qualified to invest and if we're a good fit. So all these details will be in the show notes, as Tom mentioned. And if you found value from this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and review and share with a friend. Until next time, go Army, beat Navy. Lame. Aim high. (laughs) And aim high. Yep, that's right.